We all have shitty beliefs around money we have picked up in our lifetime, some of us more than others. And these stories can be the difference between only dreaming and actually achieving the wealth and financial freedom you truly desire. So let's shift you over to the side of actually achieving, and I'll show you how in today's episode. So let's go dive in. Welcome to Master Your Mindset, the podcast where I unlock the secrets to manifesting your dream life. I'm your host, Jen Goodfriend, subconscious mindset coach and freedom alchemist, and I'm here to inspire, empower, and when needed, give you that gentle kick in the ass. Join me on a journey through the world of mindset, money, and manifestation. We're talking financial freedom, time freedom, and living the life you've always dreamt of. Get ready for positivity, fun, and plenty of aha moments. It's time to rewrite your story and manifest your wildest dreams. So let's dive in and start mastering your mindset. Are you ready? Because I am. Hey, hey, ladies, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am so thankful and grateful for every single one of my listeners, and I'm so thankful to have you back here again this week. And I'm just going to take a moment and ask you guys quickly, could you do me a quick favor? Could you just quickly run over and give the show a rating and review? This just helps us find more amazing people just like you who need to hear the things that I'm talking about on this podcast. I would be truly appreciative of you if you did this. But now let's dive into today's topic, which is all about how to shift your money story. And the thing is, is it's not just you and others out there that have shitty money stories. I had one of the shittiest money stories of anybody that I have worked with. And I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of women. I have seen this in all the women I work with. And mine was absolutely horrendous. And the thing that got me thinking about this is I was actually cleaning up some old paperwork from some old file folders the other day. And I ran across this um, workbook from a workshop I went to about 15 years ago, or actually probably a little over 15 years ago. I was around 25 when I went to this workshop. And part of this workshop, it was called the Millionaire Mind Workshop. I don't know if you guys knew about this back in the day. It was this group, they traveled all around North America, maybe even the world, doing these workshops that were there to help you create this millionaire mindset to become, you know, this millionaire person. And this free workshop that I went to was a stepping stone. Think of it like part of their funnel back in the day before internet marketing was big. This was the entry level to their funnel. So you would show up at this week long or weekend long not workshop and then throughout they'd be selling you these different courses and then at the end you could buy all of them for one big price and you could travel all over North America to attend these live. It was really a great business model and these guys did really well with it. But that's not the topic of today. Today we're going through what I realized and the things that came up during that workshop and how much my money mindset has shifted in that time. So I was curious when I found this book the other day and I started flipping through it and there was this one page that really stopped me dead in my tracks. And at the top it says money associations exercise. And this was supposed to just be a free flowing exercise. There's multiple different things here and you were just supposed to finish these sentences. So things like money is, money is, and then wealth is, and rich people are. So I want to read you guys out my answers. And remember, this is like 15 years ago. I was 25 years old at the time. And my life between now and 25 is completely different. But this is what my money story was back in the day. So number one, money is hard work. 
Number two, money is hard to achieve. Three, money is free-flowing. Good one. Four, wealth is lots of money. Five, wealth is unattainable. Six, rich people are greedy. Seven, rich people are lucky. So these were my thoughts. And there's only a couple of them in there that are like actually pretty good. Like, okay, yeah, wealth is lots of money. That's neither good nor bad. It's just a statement. And money is free-flowing. Yeah, that's that's a good statement. That That works out well. But it's all these other ones. And then I look back at my life during that time and I can see why I was a broke-ass bitch. (laughs) No other way of putting it. I was a broke-ass bitch, not making a lot of... I mean, I was making good money, but I wasn't keeping the money. I wasn't where I wanted to be. I wasn't happy. I wasn't using my money in good ways. So that's the thing. That's how far we can come. That for me was 15 years ago. My life has completely transformed. That was my money mindset back in the day. Nowadays, that's completely shifted. Nowadays, I truly believe that money is amazing and wonderful and rich people do amazing things in this world. And, you know, money is infinite and it flows to me easily and effortlessly every day. And I could go on and on and on about all my amazing money stories that I have now. But there's a big gap between back then and where I am today. And that's what I want to share with you guys is how does someone like me with that shitty of a money story from back in the day, become the successful business owner that I am today who easily manifests all the things that she truly desires. So how did I get from there to the life I have now? And that's what I want to share with you guys today. So I did a few things to shift this. And I wish I could say that this event I went to and after I did this exercise and did this workshop, you know, that changed it all. And magically, my life started turning around. And I, you know, spent all this time on my mindset and all this stuff was wonderful. And I'd be an absolute liar if I told you that because I really left that workshop with all these big intentions like most of us have. And I was like excited like we are when we leave these workshops. But then I went back to my old life, the people I surrounded myself with, the job I was in at the time and all these other things. And I literally fell back into old patterns. It was so much easier to fall back into the victim rather than taking control and saying, I'm the one that caused this, not, oh, my life sucks. This is shitty, blah, blah, blah. It actually took me another five years before I hit burnout and had my major health crisis, which I've talked about on the show before, and decided that it was actually really time to turn things around. So if you were like me and you've been saying for a while that, you know what, I want more, I want better, you know what, I want to make more money, I want to be more wealthy, this sucks, I can't do this, why isn't this working, you know, what's happening, just know you're not alone because that was me for a very long time. Even after I realized that I had a shitty mindset around money and all lots of other things. So just know that realizing it once isn't going to shift everything. Unfortunately, it takes time and we have to be ready. And I guess at the time at 25, where I was at my life and things that were happening, I wasn't ready. I admit I like to do things the hard way. So I really had to wait till my life was a complete dumpster fire and shit was like lowest of low before I decided to shift things. And I hope that you're not like me and have to wait till, you know, shit hits the fan till you shift things. And hopefully this recording hopefully this episode is maybe that kick in the butt you need to start looking at your money mindset so I want to share with you guys what I did 
to shift my mindset from that shitty ass mindset that I used to have to the one today where I easily manifest the things that I truly desire. And so the thing is, is number one, is I had to actually stop sticking my head in the sand when it came to my money. I was in this phase of hoping and praying is what I call it. My paycheck would come in from my job and I would hope and pray that it would make it to the next paycheck. I had no clue what was coming out on a regular basis. I had really no clue what was coming in. I didn't know when it was coming in. I literally just hoped that I made enough because I wasn't tracking and planning, which is crazy because I had a degree in finance, like business finance. And my first business, which came shortly after this, was all about helping big businesses track their money. But at the time, I was not tracking mine. I know, crazy, right? So one of the biggest shifts I had to make was to stop sticking my head in the sand and actually start paying attention to my money. Because at the time, I think I was just too scared to look at it and thinking that, you know, it's so much easier, it's less stressful if I just don't, but it actually made things a whole lot more stressful. So one is I had to really start looking at my money. So this looked like I started to track my money. I built a spreadsheet because I love me a good spreadsheet. I love Excel. So I built myself a spreadsheet and I budgeted out my whole year. I literally wrote down every expense that I knew about so I estimated things like um, utility bills. I wrote down my rent, like in, you know, the week I was doing, I did this on a weekly basis. So every week of the, of the year was its own line in the spreadsheet. And I just started putting down all the expenses I knew about. So my cell phone bill, my rent, my utilities, gas for my vehicle, my vehicle payments, all of that stuff, I started writing it in. And then I started writing in when I got my, you know, monthly or biweekly check, whatever it was, I started writing my income in. And right away, it was like, boom, here's your monthly income, here's your expenses. And then I could start like looking at other things like, okay, how much for food? How much do I want to spend on food? Like I'd never actually thought about budgeting for food. I just went to the store and bought what I needed and didn't even think about it. I went out with friends and spent a bunch on booze and partying and all those things. Didn't even plan ahead, didn't even think about it. It's like, oh, but I want to do this not knowing how it affected my future. So just the act of starting to pay attention to my money shifted things in me because then I started looking. And one of the things I did too, which was really helpful, is I went back because this was still when they were mailing out your bank statements. Like I said, this is 15 years ago. I went back for my previous, I believe it was three or four months worth of bank statements. And I started categorizing everything. So any expense that came out of my bank account, I put it in a category. And then I added that up for the whole month. And then over the last three, four months, I wrote down, like wrote it down on a piece of paper, how much should I spend on everything? And I was finding that I was spending a lot of money on eating out. I was spending a lot of money going out with friends to the bar and partying and doing all that craziness. And it was crazy the things I was spending money on that I didn't even realize I was spending money on and I could see all these big amounts of money that in my mind at the time I go oh wow that's kind of a waste like when I wasn't thinking about it it wasn't a big deal but like all this money I was spending at the bar all this money eating out and it was like back in the day it was like crappy like McDonald's and drive through shit that you know isn't even worth spending the money on it's not like I was going out for a really nice enjoyable meal so right away, that just clicked in me something that said, oh, 
do you really want to be spending all this money on this shit with nothing in return for it? Because at the time, I had no savings. I lived paycheck to paycheck. I lived in a shitty ass basement suite. I wasn't happy with my life and I really had big goals for myself and none of this was coming together. So this was the first step in realizing that and just looking at where my money was going was a big shift for me. And it's like, oh, I'm kind of wasting my money here. I need to start doing things differently. And without even really planning or thinking about it, I actually started spending my money differently. I stopped going out as much with my friends. And even when I did go out, I didn't drink as much. I stopped, you know, grabbing fast food on the way home on a regular basis and started, you know, at least buying easier meals at the grocery store or buying like, you know, microwave meals. So it was a little bit cheaper than eating out. So I started shifting things without really actually shifting things. And it really made a big difference, which leads on to number two is then once I started shifting and changing things, and again, this didn't happen right away. This was years down the line after I had been doing this tracking thing for a while is all of a sudden I started paying attention to my thoughts and words. Because this is like five years later when I really started uncovering, you know, the mindset side of things and started realizing and uncovering about mindset and limiting beliefs and all of that. So think five years down the line, I've been tracking my money for about five years at this point, still not making big strides, but I'm still doing okay. I have a little bit more money left over. I'm not like running out of money before, you know, the next paycheck comes in but I'm still not doing absolutely wonderful at this point. So when I started to pay attention to my beliefs, when I uncovered this mindset piece, this is when things really started to come up because this is when I started to realize about all the shitty money blocks I had because my money store was absolute garbage. I had so many limiting beliefs around money. It wasn't even like a believable, like I'm still working through money beliefs to this day. That's how deeply ingrained these were. But I worked through a lot of them at the start. They don't really bother me too much anymore. But some of those beliefs I had were you have to work hard for money. I truly believe that if I wanted to make more, I had to work harder, put in more hours, do all that crap, which I know now is complete BS. I had another one that why bother having lots of money? You're just going to lose it anyway. Because growing up, my family, we lived a comfortable lifestyle. And then right before my grade 12 graduation, my parents lost it all. And I felt heartbroken and I lost so much in that event. And it was a really big event in my life that truly affected me in my money mindset, my worth, and a whole bunch of other things. It was one of those big, profound events in my life that truly affected me. So having all these amazing things, having this nice life, having all the things that you truly wanted taken away from you in an instant, having everything ripped away, and it was nothing to do with what you did, but you were the one that was suffering because of it. So my mind created this belief of what's better just not to have the things than to have them and lose them. And then there were other things that came along with it. Like, you know, if you have lots of money, people are going to treat you differently. They're going to try and use you. They're only there for your money and all this other crap. And you're probably all like starting to think in your own head some stories that you have coming up around money. Maybe some of the ones are the same as what I've talked about. But the thing was, is being aware of those thoughts was really, really helpful because until you're aware of the negative thoughts you have around money, you truly can't shift your money story. 
you can see how me just tracking my money helped a little bit. And that's a really good first step. But you're not going to get to where you want to be just by tracking your money, paying attention to your money and doing those things. That's just a small conscious step. We need to then dig down into that deeper layer of the subconscious and figure out what our beliefs are that are causing us to have these shitty money stories. And you guys all know that hypnotherapy is my go-to for this. I love it. It's quick. It's easy. It's how I uncovered my money stories. Like I didn't know about the whole piece around, you know, working hard for money. Didn't know that was a thing in my brain. Um, the piece around having it and losing it didn't know that was a thing. All I knew was I was making it hard on myself that even when I made, you know, extra money, even when I got a bonus, even when I had extra money come in, I would blow it. I would do something stupid and I would blow it. And thankfully, through the power of hypnosis, I was able to uncover the why and then remove it, remove that story that I had given myself around money so that I could rewrite a new story that told me that money got to be easy. And because when we do that deeper subconscious work, because I was able to reprogram myself, I then allowed myself to make money being easy. You know, my first business, making money was hard. I had to work hard for it. I burnt out. I did all those things. But because I had a different money story going into this business, I actually allowed making money be easy. I got success right away. I allowed that success to continue. And even to this day, I allow money to flow to me easily. I'm always saying how easy money is and how easy it comes to me. And I'm always receiving these checks and money and gifts and things just randomly out of the blue because I shifted my money story. And that's how easy it gets to be when you shift your money story. Money just flows to you easily and effortlessly from expected and unexpected sources. And that just gets to be your normal. And that's step two. And then I want to add in a third step. And this is another one that will continue to bring out layers of money stories that you have, but it'll also shift your life. So first you were all about just tracking the money, keeping track of it, starting to pay attention to it and starting to manage it a little better. Then you were watching about the stories coming up, what's going on, working through those beliefs. And now you want to start setting aside a bit of money from each check, from you know each month, whatever it is, start setting aside a little bit. Start putting aside savings because a lot of people, when they have negative money stories, they can maybe make more money and you'll find yourself as you're working through these like I did, you start making more money, but there's never still any left at the end of the month. So then the next part of this is starting to try to save money, even if it's 10 bucks from each paycheck, having a savings account and starting to set aside a little bit each month and starting to pay attention to how that feels to you. Because it's different the money story of, okay, I can make more money. Oh, I can cover all my bills. Oh, I'm not going in the negative every month. But then to have excess. Excess for a lot of people feels not so comfortable. The brain doesn't like excess for one reason or another because it's a shitty money story we have. So when you start then putting aside a little bit of money each month, it's putting aside a little bit. What's comfortable for you? Do you, can you, you know, set aside $10, $50, $100, whatever it is, set aside a little bit from each check and see how it feels. And each time you get a little bit more and can save a little bit more, try and put that in. And you're going to find that you're going to get eventually to a number that feels contracting. And you're like, oh my God, I want to put aside $100 every week, but that doesn't feel good. Or you'll start seeing your savings account grow and that little itty bitty shitty committee, that negative mind starts like saying things like, oh my God, like 
look at that money. Oh, like we could go buy this with it. That's one way it shows up is, oh, we could go spend it. You've been wanting XYZ for so long and now you've got the money. Why don't we go get it? Or sometimes what happens is the universe and your brain conspire together and something happens to cause some sort of big excess expense. So maybe your vehicle breaks down and now you need that money you've been saving to fix up the vehicle. These are all ways that we self-sabotage ourselves. The universe sabotages us because of our negative money stories. So this is another thing to be watching for is those negative thoughts that you need to work through, but also having conscious money practices, starting to set aside more and more, starting to see where can you cut back, starting to see where you can make more, because I'm not about contracting and make, you know, spending less. I'm, I'd much rather you guys make more money than try and cut back on expenses. That's why it's so amazing being a business owner compared to an employee, because when you're an employee, it's really hard to start making more money. You have to ask for a raise. You have to hope to get a raise. You have to get a promotion. You have to move to a different job. You have to get a second job. Like you're very limited on how you can make more money in order to allow yourself more money to, to go towards savings or go towards other purchases. So instead, being a business owner, you at any point can say, I want to make more money and you can go out and put the strategies in place to make that happen. But if you have the strategy, but not the mindset, you'll go out and you'll implement in your business. You'll make a bunch more money. Your money set point or your upper limit, your glass ceiling, whatever you want to call it. We discussed this a couple episodes earlier. If you didn't listen, make sure you go back and do because this is going to make so much sense is our brains, our minds are not calibrated for that larger amount of money. That's why a lot of entrepreneurs that have a big launch, you know, that money quite often goes down the toilet very, very quickly. They invest it somewhere that it disappears. Like they invest a whole bunch of money on a big mentor that wasn't the right fit. They feel like it was a waste of money. They maybe don't work with that mentor. Um, they go, I had mentioned the story in the Upper Limit episode. I knew someone who had gone and had a big launch. It was like a $20,000 launch. And then the person comes home, they were super excited. And then some random weirdness, all their cabinets fall down in their kitchen and it costs them $15,000 to replace it. Now, what are the chances of this all happening at once? And it was all her upper limit. And this is the things that happen. So by starting to push your boundaries, even just small amounts of, you know what, $5, $10, $100, whatever feels good, you can start pushing the boundaries. You can start paying attention to those thoughts as you're increasing that amount of money. And you can start seeing what do I need to continue working on. So that's how I went and shifted my shitty ass money story to the money story I have now where money comes to me easily and effortlessly and it can do the same to you. I'm just a regular person who grew up with some shitty ass money stories just like most of you did. And if I can work through them, if I can shift my money store, if I can go from, you know, what, barely getting by making, you know, what, 30 to 50,000 a year, you know, what, not knowing if I can get paycheck to paycheck to truly living comfortably, having that time and financial freedom, easily calling in money effortlessly to me and it's showing up out of the blue then you can too. And these are some steps you can start with today. If you're not tracking your money, if you're sticking your head in the sand like I used to, that's okay. 
Start today, even if it's just going forward. Start tracking your money. Start paying attention to things. It's truly going to make a difference. And then as you're doing that, start paying attention to the thoughts that are coming in your mind because those are going to give you an idea of what your negative money story is you need to work on. And then if you're through that, then just start setting aside a little bit each month. Because remember, wealth is about having abundance. And we all want abundance, abundance of money, abundance of things. But if our body contracts every time we have money in our savings account, do you really think we're going to allow ourselves to have a good savings account? The answer is hell no. So start putting aside a little bit of money if you can to see how that feels, to see what you have to work through. And when you start working through this process and you start working through those money stories and, you know, removing them, making money gets to be so much easier. It gets to be more enjoyable and your savings account is going to start growing exponentially as well. And isn't that what we all want? So I hope you guys got some great takeaways from today's episode. If you have a chance, hit me up on Instagram and just let me know what was your biggest takeaway from today? What was your aha moment? Or what do you think that you want to start implementing? Let me know, send me a DM, and I'd love to hear from you guys. Otherwise, I'll see you back here again next week for another episode. Looking for more magical tips and tricks to help you manifest your dream life? Then head over to Instagram and give me a follow. And I'd love it even more if you took a moment and sent me a DM while you're there and just said hi. It makes my big old heart so happy to chat with my listeners. You can find the link in the show notes.